Welcome to the Practice Brave Podcast. I am the host, Brianna Battles, founder of Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism and CEO of Everyday Battles. I'm a career strength and conditioning coach, entrepreneur, mom of two wild little boys, and a lifelong athlete. I believe that athleticism does not end when motherhood begins, and this podcast is dedicated to coaching you by providing meaningful conversations, insights, and interview topics related to fitness, mindset, parenting, and of course, all the nuances of pregnancy and postpartum. From expert interviews to engaging conversations and reflections, this podcast is your trustworthy, relatable resource for learning how to practice brave through every season in your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Practice Brave podcast. Today, I wanted to share some unfiltered and behind the scenes storytelling about the pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coaching certification. Because I think what we see on the outside is, um, you know, it's grown to become a really incredible certification. We have thousands and thousands of coaches all around the world that are doing incredible things. But where it started is certainly not uh, what it looks like today. And I think that anyone who is ever created something or put something out into the world, started a business, pursued a new passion or hobby can relate to that. Um, but I do feel like I am in a place where I can talk about how it started and how it's grown over the years, whether you are already a PNPA coach or you've considered becoming one. I think it's important to know the sort of story behind it because it is such a grassroots effort. So it first launched in 2017. I was very pregnant um, and had that as a deadline to work up against because I wanted to make sure that it was done and out into the world before I had my baby, my second baby. And before that, I was creating this course and curriculum. You know, when I first found out I was pregnant, we had myself and another practitioner and another coach came together to create what is now pregnancy and postpartum athleticism obviously did not start off being called that. And we thought it was going to be like a really collaborative effort, something that, you know, we could put out there into the world, combine the practitioner brain with the coaching brain, general population with me who came from coaching athletes standpoint. Um, and as the project continued, we were working through it. I just found out I was pregnant. Uh, the practitioner who was involved with it was like, I got to bow out of this. It's not right for me. And essentially didn't want to kind of muddy the waters between creating a coaching certification and her work as a physical therapist. So I knew that, okay, like this is now um, something I still feel really called to do. I had done a lot of work on it. I had recently taught in Thailand for two weeks and it created this whole outline of like, here's really what coaches need to know about working with this population from like program design to just methodologies and ways of thinking about this. I had poured a ton of hours into it um, and just now felt like really invested in it. And then the other coach that I was doing this with was like, you know, I do kind of have like another business that I should probably focus on too. I was like, cool. So again, I just found out I was pregnant. I had poured all of this time and attention into this project 
And honestly, even at that point, I had poured money money into it as well, trying to like get a website for it, get a certain slide deck. And um, again, this is 2017, so things were slightly different in the online space. Um, and it just felt so discouraging because I didn't feel, you know, we talk, I talked so much about imposter syndrome with the PNPA coaches because um, none of us feel like we're good enough a lot of times. And then when you have that idea reinforced, by people that you like and have trusted, you're like you really kind of start to doubt your abilities and your knowledge. So I knew that if I was going to do this, I needed to totally revamp it and make it mine, not what I thought should, um, like not what others thought it should be like, and not what their vision was, but what my vision was for it. Because I was a coach who was in the trenches. I was also an athlete. I was also now pregnant again. I had my I was kind of tapped into every aspect of this. Like when we talk about not just preaching your stuff, but like embodying it. And I truly like embody the messaging and guidance that has gone into the certification. I have lived it as a coach, as a professional, as an athlete, and as a mom. So I knew I needed to really dial in my own take on that. So I started creating this course, honestly, like in a PowerPoint, <laughs> started in a PowerPoint uh, and started creating slides just like I had, like the only way that I knew how to, it wasn't fancy. It was so boring and basic. Um, and then I knew I just needed to like record over that. And at that time, Cade was three and recording it. With a three-year-old, um, it doesn't go well, when, especially when you need to like binge record. Like I couldn't, I needed to record like long bouts. So I knew I needed to go up to my friend's house in order to kind of have a quieter environment where I could just sit and knock out hours worth of work. So I flew to her house um, and <laughs> tried to knock out a ton of content. She was helping me create logos and different designs and graphics because like if canva was a thing back then i don't know how much i don't think we were using that at all um it was just such a grassroots like here's my vision help me bring it to life and like asking different friends favors different people that i had met in the online space that were all kind of like growing up with me at that time um taking my in-person coaching knowledge and like then putting it into an online course to not just teach athletes, but to coach coaches. Like this felt like I got to really got to get this right. I got to get my citations right. I got to get these graphics right. I got to like make all of this so good so that, you know, again, I don't, um, I don't prove these people who really doubted me and my knowledge and my credibility. I didn't want to prove them right. Like I wanted to make this so freaking good. Um, because again, like, if not me, then who? And I knew that, like, I knew that so purely in my soul back then that I was a person that could speak this language and have had lived it, was living it again. I had a successful coaching business locally. I was, had things online, programs online, and was really like establishing credibility. And yet, because I was quote, just a coach, um, there was still a little bit of judgment and a little bit of um, you're not good enough, smart enough, or qualified enough to be coaching other professionals. So that was like an undertone of the messaging that I had received back then. 
So I wanted to do a really good job. I wanted to make something that was evidence-based, but wasn't dogmatic, like a lot of the other things that were out there, um, and just really wanted to dial in making it applicable. Because so much stuff was like either really outdated or just like, okay, well, how does that translate to a deadlift or a power clean or to a runner or to an Olympian, right? Like that's freaking lame advice for pregnant and postpartum clients and athletes and women in general. It's freaking lame and there's no buy-in. I would never do any of that. I would never listen to a coach who was, you know, basically what the pre and postnatal industry was saying then and frankly still saying now. None of that would have resonated with me as an athlete or coach. So I needed to speak a very specific language. I needed to speak to people that were like me, um, people that had athletic backgrounds, that had athletic interests, that had that were coaching different people from CrossFit to powerlifting to running to whatever it might be, knowing that if you can work at a really high level and coach a really high-level athlete, all of that is transferable. I talk about like it's a top-down effect. If you can coach at a high level, it's carries down across the spectrum to coaching at a really like rudimentary level. And so I knew, but most of the pre and postnatal industry was only coaching at this like rudimentary level of like, do this, don't do that, breathe this way. And it was like freaking lame. So I knew that if I could like make it so that coaches knew how to coach at a high level um, and really use what we have as like our creativity, but also combined with scientific, um, I guess, good scientific foundation for what we're saying and how, what we're guiding. Like I knew that would be really transferable. It's easy to repeat. It's very hard to critically think through what this population needs. And I didn't want to do what everyone else was doing, which was like, do these exercises, breathe like this, do this, don't do that. You know, coaching is so nuanced. And yet this entire industry, pre and postnatal fitness was just basic and it was lame and like no wonder we weren't getting through to high level athletes that were then getting platforms where they're saying I'm pregnant watch my watch my fit pregnancy and my postpartum comeback and all this stuff like that was the guidance that this population was looking to because that's what was most relatable so I wanted to make sure there was quality information and a certification that spoke to this new generation of female athletes that were getting pregnant, becoming moms, wanting to pursue a lifetime of athleticism, whether they are not like back then I had even the words to describe that. Um, I knew that this was a significant population and was only going to grow because I was not alone in how I felt as a coaching athlete. And I knew um, that my peers and the future generations, like this is a thing. It is not a special population anymore. <laughs> like This is the majority of women that are going to be training. We have to have more coaches and practitioners who like understand their body, their all the changes that happen during pregnancy, what happens postpartum, how to guide these seasons, because these are catalyst seasons for what the rest of their life and training and function, all of that looks like. We have an opportunity to really change somebody's life during these seasons with increased body awareness, education um, and training approach so that you know, in the ways we can, we're controlling outcomes. We can't control all the outcomes, but we can control exercise selection. We can control exercise intention. We can become a lot more aware of our motivations, belief systems, and mindsets during these seasons. Is it serving us or is it kind of like sabotaging our long-term efforts and goals? So a lot of psychology, a lot of like basic physiology and how it's altered during these seasons 
And then looking at athletic performance, like that is the lens that I know, but I could also see how so many other factors of pregnancy and of different symptoms and injuries that may be associated with pregnancy or delivery were now influencing their mental health, their um, long-term athletic performance. And we got to connect those dots. And I wanted to have a certification that helps connect a lot of those dots because, again, this is not a special population. This is the majority of women in gyms. So we have to have coaches that really get it and aren't just saying things like, well, just like listen to your body, do what you've always done. Um, well, you're going to be super fit. Your baby's going to be so um, so buff when you have your baby or whatever. Um, these are the things that like fit in athletic women here. And while they're good intentioned, they're they're just kind of like they're missing the point. Like they're it's just not good enough information to really support people through these seasons, especially if they're motivated and really wanting to, you know, pursue consistent fitness, pursue high level fitness. Like they need more guidance than like you do you basically. Right. Um, But I also knew that a lot of athletes, myself included, are really resistant to being told what to do. We do like to feel like we're in charge of our training and our choices. And um, there has to be an autonomous experience there. So knowing how to communicate with female athletes during these seasons was like really important too, in order to get buy-in in order for them to really understand like, well, I'm adjusting my training and I'm not doing X, Y, or Z right now, but it's because of this, like it's teaching them how to play the long game. So I knew as like an athlete, like how would I need to be spoken to? And as a coach, like, okay, I, I've worked with some, some really stubborn athletes in the past. And like, what were some things that I like some tools I had to use in my communication or my delivery that really helped them understand we're making this choice right now, but it's not because you can't. It's because we want to make sure that it's on behalf of what you ultimately want to do long term. So really strategic language, really specific delivery of the information um, and then just support like these athletes want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to be understood. One of the most frustrating things for me after my the birth of my first son was that like no one understood what I wanted to do. They didn't understand my concern when I was like, why do my abs look like this? I don't get it. Like what's wrong? Like no one could tell me. And now it's like, it's so like common knowledge, like, oh, well, it's a pretty significant diastasis. We know that now. 10 years ago, we didn't know that. And frankly, there's still a lot of people that that don't know, that don't get it, that feel like they're not understood, especially when it comes to pelvic health. That's still very taboo and misunderstood with a lot of different generalizations and um, a lot of like misguidance that exists around pelvic floor symptoms during pregnancy and postpartum. And then for years to come, people are told like it's um, that it's normal for them to, when they sneeze, like they pee or when they jump, they start peeing or they have to go pee all the time, or maybe they have fecal incontinence or they have pain with sex or they um, have a C-section scar that's really bothersome to them or they have pelvic organ prolapse and they don't know why um, something feels like it's falling out or there's pressure or there's certain, they push a tampon out when they're deadlifting really heavy. Like there's just so much to our anatomy that can be altered during these seasons. And not a lot of people, especially coaches and in, in being in the fitness industry that have a lot of awareness around our unique anatomical considerations, especially during pregnancy and postpartum, where there's a lot more vulnerabilities at play, just a lot more things we have to know and consider. So again, it's bringing wide spectrum of knowledge and information 
to really know how to support this demographic. So to go back to the creation of it, I um, I went up north in California to record. Um, and then her cat at the time jumped on the computer and, and like literally deleted the entire presentation. And fortunately, she was like techie enough to be able to recover it. But it was so freaking stressful. And I was like, I cannot freaking believe your cat just deleted my entire coach course, my entire PowerPoint presentation here. Um, and like, I'm not a super techie person. So that was like very stressful. Um, and maybe there was a better way to go about creating it. But that's all I knew at the time. Um, so it's just like, it was just a shit show of trying to like create this beast of a course and then do it. So do it in a way where people would actually like want to keep working through it. Right. Where it's not just like, here's information dump. It's like, it had to story tell through each module. And I just had to like tap into like a coach brain. Like we can't talk about poor and pelvic floor modifications until we understand like why that's even like important. So it was really like trying to learn how to be a teacher as well as a coach that's like, well, let me tell you, like, this is how we go about doing it. This is what things we need to think about. Or let me show some demonstrations of that. It was just trying to tell a lot of stories and make sure that they had a really solid foundation of understanding. So then we could get more into the application. So it was heavy, like scientific foundations and psychology, and then moving more into the application of it. And I knew that if I did that, it would at least give them a really great base of understanding. So I was able to launch it in May 2017. And um, back then, for any like online business owner, you'll probably laugh at this. I didn't have an email list or anything like that. I had a fairly small social media presence, but people knew what I was up to. They knew what I was doing. I had a couple online programs prior. Um, so I had sold before, but just like at a really low, low level. There wasn't um it wasn't anything close to how online businesses function today. I was still very much new to that realm and I was coaching in person still. So I posted it on my Facebook page and uh, like the brand page. I was like, I made a thing. I did a thing. And like what you said back then. And um, just a call to action to any coaches and trainers. And again, I had a little bit of a following, but not like, certainly nothing like what social media is today. And I just posted it there. And that night, I sat with like so much anxiety uh, as I watched people actually buy it. And I couldn't believe it. I had no idea how to price it. I had no idea. Um, I just had no idea what I was doing. And then I was so concerned. I was like, oh, my God, like, who's are they going to like it? Is this going to be good? Is it going to flop? It was so much work. Um, I was so pregnant. We were also moving um, the very next day. Like I launched it and the next day we had to be out of our house. And that same day, Cade broke his arm. So I was hugely pregnant, trying to have this launch, moving out of the house. It was just like such a shit show of a time in my life. And um, I just remember sitting at the ER with Cade. And like, well, I really hope um, this this is like worth it. I hope this product does well because right now I feel like there's so many other things going on um, that I couldn't I couldn't even give it the attention that I had dumped so much time into. Fortunately, the sale went really well right off the bat, um, and I think it's because I had been sharing about coaching 
And what I was doing when I was coaching my classes, I was sharing so much behind the scenes for so long that it built up a lot of anticipation around like, I don't, I kind of want to have a class like that in my community or yeah, actually I want to learn that about my own body because I'm thinking about getting pregnant within the next year or like, it just like sort of planting all of these seeds of like, I could have this class. I could work with that client. I could do this kind of workshop. I could do all these things. I had been showing what I had been doing for the past, you know, three years um, all just sharing online again, like not with a whole lot of engagement or anything like that, but just enough to show this is what I'm doing. And honestly, you can do it too. So we had a lot of people enroll. I don't remember the exact number, but I remember the night that I sat there and I watched purchases come through. And I was like, I just made more in one day than I did. When I was coaching collegiate athletics during Cade's first year of life, and and just FYI, collegiate athletics, if you're a coach there, you're probably getting paid shit. And I was. I was getting paid hardly anything. Such a joke because I was, like, sacrificing so much of my life and sanity um, to, to coach in that capacity. And then I sat there, and I was like, I just made more in one night than I did an entire year working in collegiate athletics. And that was that was like a pivotal moment where uh, I knew that this was going to be a thing that we had. I had kind of turned a corner in what I was offering online and that people were really interested in it. They were learning. And I had people that were like finishing the course because they binged it. They were like, obviously, it was like a lot of time. Um, Gosh, that first edition was probably like at least 30 to 40 hours. I don't remember exactly. Um, but it was like a pretty solid course and um, people were starting businesses off of it. They were totally changing how they went about coaching. I started seeing more classes pop up, more workshops. The people were like, this course changed my life and my coaching. And it changed everything I know about my own body. And it just getting those kinds of early testimonials within like the first month of creating it was like, okay, I think we're really on to something now. And then knowing that it was just so different than anything else that was out there. I was having people that are like, well, I went through this course and I've gone through that one, but this is just so different. Like I knew then that like, that was my sign that it was okay to just fully be Brianna Battles to like, this is what I think. This is what I have to say, regardless of what other people in the industry have to say about me or what they think I'm doing right, or what they think I'm doing wrong. I'm claiming this. And, you know, as much as it, I wanted that, there was still so much insecurity and fear. And it just took more and more time for um, me to really find confidence in being like an authority on these things, even though this was like, I created, this was my baby, I created it. And it still just took time of it being out there and existing. And I didn't like the mindset that I had created that course under originally, because as proud as I was that it got out into the world and like I did the thing or whatever. Um, after some time went by, I was like, I, and I got these testimonials. I saw what people were doing and I'm like, God, if like it's been successful with the insecure 
almost like people pleasing version of myself who created that, who wasn't, I just wasn't as confident. And if it was successful under that presentation, I guess, what would it be like if I recreated it where I really take a stance and I say, this is what I think. This is what I know. This is what I'm doing. This is what, this is the research we know. And I just like claim it. What would it look like then? And um, there was like a lot of back and forth uh, things that I just, I can't talk about, but there, there were some things that came up where I was like, yep, nope, I need to fully separate myself and fully be Brianna Battles and claim pregnancy and postpartum athleticism because that is my thing. That is my intellectual property. This is the work I'm doing, the coaching I've been doing, the the training I do. Like I got to claim this. And I knew that it was time for me to redo the certification in 2019. 2019, I totally revamped the certification. I got rid of the other one completely. um, And I redid the whole thing. I had grown a lot as a business owner. I'd grown a lot in the online space. Um, I had kind of had a small, small team that was working with me. So there was a lot better of a process for creating the course. And I knew exactly what I wanted to say. I knew exactly who I wanted to interview. I knew exactly how I wanted to deliver the, the content. And Again, I felt like now I had some more street cred. Like I had people that were like showing proven success. They were making money, making more money. They were um, honestly changing their careers, pivoting out of whatever career they were doing before, becoming a PNPA coach, doing really good work in their community. They're hosting this class. Again, they're running this workshop. They created this online program, whatever it might be. Um, or like, again, they're feeling so much more informed and knowledgeable about their own body, whether they applied it to their business or not. They were like, thank God I knew this stuff because I cannot imagine what my experience would have been like if I hadn't known what I learned in the certification. So even for those that like weren't putting it into a coaching business, they were still walking away feeling like this was one of the best investments I made because Frankly, all of us are our own coaches of our bodies. Like we are responsible for our bodies. We cannot always rely on others to tell us exactly what to do. It's all about truly knowing your body and being an expert on it slowly and over time by learning from others, but really taking that initiative yourself. So I was hearing all of this. I was getting that feedback and it really gave me, you know, like reps give you give you the kind of break the imposter syndrome feelings. Like it gives you more confidence because you're like, this is working. I do know my shit. I know what I'm talking about. I'm living this life. I'm coaching this. I'm working with high, high, high level athletes. And if we can work with Olympians, like we can work with everyone else. And I was also working with everyone else, coaching locally where, you know, I was working with people that had never walked into a gym before. So I had both ends of the spectrum of like Olympic athlete. And also someone who had never seen a barbell before. And I could help both. And I knew if I could do that. And I was seeing other people that had gone through the coach course that were also doing that. Like we were onto something and I had to keep claiming it. And I needed to do it under this voice and this level of confidence and really just like claim authority on it. So I totally redid that certification. Um, and that was quite a process. I did that when I was recovering from a significant surgery. Um, and then like COVID happened and like, it was just, it was quite a time to be launching a course as a lot of you remember. And that, that course ended up doing 
awesome. It was a revamped version. Again, because I just felt like so much change in this space. Like you have to stay up to date on the research and you have to stay up to date on what you're saying and how you're saying it. Something that drives me crazy is the pre and postnatal industry is just like so outdated. The certifications out there don't update their curriculum. They don't update their interviews. They don't update a lot. They're not like in the trenches of working with this population. And I was like, I don't like that. I want to be different and I want to feel good about anything I sell. If I'm selling something, I want 100% stand behind what I'm selling and be like, ooh, instead of being embarrassed by it. And that's what had happened. It was like, I just kind of, I outgrew that first edition of the coach course. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable selling that anymore. I don't feel comfortable with it. I don't stand by some of those things that I said or how I said it. I, and I want to change it. I wanted it to keep up. I want anything I, anything I sell now and always. Like I want anything that I sell to be 100% reflective of how I currently feel. And if it's not, I don't want to sell it. I want to update it. I want to make changes to it or I want to completely redo it. And that has been my track, my track record so far um, of being an online business because I want it to be the best. Athlete brain applies to business big time for me. Um, so we launched that in 20, like 2019. And again, that launch went over really well. Then I was starting to like grow the audience and grow the exposure. People were doing like our small little like army of like OG PNPA coaches were doing really good work. They started telling more people about it. And it was just like this grassroots effort where one person told somebody and then like they have um, like their like affiliates. Once you become a PNPA coach, you can become an affiliate. So if you use your link, then you get a kickback, right? So every single person who uses your link to buy, like then you get you know a few hundred dollars back or whatever. Um, that number changes all the time. But um, then it started growing just really organically because it it grew from this circle of people that were like showing that they had learned a lot, showing what they were doing and the impact that it was having on people. And so that effort was, or that time period was just so much of this core group sharing and, and showing what they had learned and what they were doing. And it grew quite a bit, quite a bit over that time. And it had been really awesome to see. And then um, I started just getting more exposure, working with higher level athletes, uh, partnering with pelvic guru in order to make sure um, we had CEUs through more organizations and pelvic guru um, has a has CEUs available for physical therapists and occupational therapists and physical therapy aides and assistants. Yeah. And so like then it was kind of trying to expand our reach because it wasn't just like CrossFit coaches, right? Like that's a huge majority of people, but I mean, we have coaches and people across the spectrum, like a huge spectrum of fitness interests, abilities, backgrounds, people that are not involved in fitness at all. Like we have a wide range of people because again, core part of the coaching coaching curriculum is like, if you can apply it to this higher level movement or higher level sport, higher level athlete, it is transferable. If you can coach a power clean, you better be able to coach a deadlift. And if you can coach a deadlift, you better be able to coach like a Romanian deadlift or a dumbbell deadlift, right? Like you got to be able to like really scale it down or scale it up. But what we've seen is only scaled down versions of messaging for pregnant and postpartum women. And we have to be able to scale up to female athletes that are really looking to pursue high levels of fitness. And again, this doesn't have to be our Olympians and CrossFit Games athletes. Like this is 
your 33-year-old mom who wants to go to CrossFit four days a week. Yes, she needs support. My mom goes to CrossFit and she tells me about what she sees. Like I know what is out there. The majority of people in these morning classes are moms. And a lot of them don't have support for their training during pregnancy and postpartum. And CrossFit is actually a community where they have access to the most information and support, really quality coaching, not always, but a lot of times they do have access to it. There's a lot more awareness around it. You go into like other fitness bubbles and circles, which I'm not going to name because someone's going to like take it out of context, but just like other fitness communities, other sports, and there's freaking nothing. And I know a lot of people are under the impression that like professional athletes, for example, must have access to all these awesome coaches and trainers and resources to help them train through pregnancy and postpartum. They freaking don't. They don't. And I know that because I end up working with them sometimes. If I'm lucky, if they're lucky, then we get connected. But professional athletes do not have the access and education and support and resources that we all assume they do when it comes to their training during pregnancy and their postpartum recovery. They do not. It's not a thing yet. It's a very watered down thing. It's a very generalized thing. It's a very, well, if that person who also plays tennis or rugby or soccer came back at four months postpartum, like, we're just going to do what she did. Well, if she can do it, you can do it. Like, that is the context that they go off of versus any, like, the work that we do, for example. So, and we just started seeing such a huge, I went on a total tangent there, my bad. Um, But we've just seen an explosion of growth and interest in working with this population and just this population in general becoming more and more dominant in different fitness communities. Again, not just CrossFit. This is we have yoga, Pilates, Zumba, group fitness, and all these different other like fitness communities where people are like, oh yeah, this I, we do have a lot of like pregnant people and moms that are in our classes. And like, I don't even know the questions to ask them or modifications to give, or you just like don't feel as informed as a coach and they're just kind of doing their own thing. We can deliver better information and a better service. And honestly, that up levels the experience and up levels income, especially for, you know, coaches that want to stand out. They want to do something different than their competitors. And I think it's a really big deal. It's a good, it's a, it is a important thing to take into consideration is what makes you different? Well, it's your experience and it's your expertise and it's your continued education, your continued pursuit of growth in this industry. That is what sets you apart. And that freaking shows. So let's fast forward that coach, the coach course during, I call it like the 2.0 version, did really well over the years. And again, we like just made, there's like a huge burst of growth during that time period. So many more people going through it, um, getting into more and more countries all over the world, seeing awesome things happen, incredible businesses being built and fueled. And people's lives being changed. It was really incredible to see just how much growth happened. Um, from a business standpoint, we grew a lot. Like I started needing to hire more people because now it required more marketing and more strategic game planning for, you know, really making sure we could have the most impact with this brand and really allow me to stay visionary and creative and coaching based. Instead of like trying to do all the things and just being like a hot mess because I know what my strengths are and like running the back end of a business, that ain't it. So I knew I had to hire, I'm going to really grow the team in order to have the kind of impact that I want. And still, like 
but it's still the the situation for me here um is just staying in my zone what i'm good at what i like what i enjoy and then being able to rely on my team to bring a lot of that to life so i knew um again as that two year mark was ticking i knew at the end of like i knew what year are we in we're in 2023 so in halfway through 2022 i was like hey everyone come january 2023 i am redoing the entire coach course i'm getting it i want to not just like update some things i want to speak from again a new voice a new voice of coaching maturity a new voice from a business standpoint a new voice as a teacher and educator i have done this multiple times now i've coached at a high level i understand the business side of this so much more now and i understand different ways of teaching this curriculum that's going to resonate. That's going to be so much more effective. Again, I got better and I wanted to sell that. I wanted to put that out into the world. I didn't want to keep pushing something that I no longer like fully identified with or wasn't as proud of. It was good, but I knew that there could be better because I had gotten better. I learned more. I had done more. More research was um had been conducted, even research that I helped contribute to. There was just some significant updates I really wanted to do and knew that just like getting it and making a 3.0 version was going to be really effective. So I had like different people that I really respect who are thought leaders in their industry and their career contribute to it um, in the form of interviews so that it was just a really well-rounded course. I don't know everything, but all of us, we've got to like find our people who are experts in X, Y, or Z and like bring them to the table. Let's have a conversation, take a seat and like speak to your strength, speak to your knowledge. So I really, again, wanted to story tell through this, but really give um, practical guidance and ways for us to know how to really work with this population. It's taking big concepts and making it practical and relatable and a way for us to feel like memorized. Like, for example, I created like the PNPA principle in this 3.0 version of the course. Well, I had taught that before, but I hadn't like consolidated it into like one thorough thought of how, like how to break this down, kind of creating a framework. So I learned how to teach in terms of like frameworks and clear methodologies so that then coaches can take that as a basis or as the theme of what they're speaking to or guiding or what they're looking for. Or if they see this, it means that like they have clear frameworks and thought processes to go off of that then allow them the creativity to apply really uniquely to the person in front of them or to their own coaching setting and environment. Um, and I knew that I really wanted to do a better job of getting more of that kind of information out there. And once again, narrowing my message, claiming like, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This is what I do. This is what I've seen. This is the work that we're doing. This is the success that we have. And taking ownership of that because I was no longer doubting if I was good enough or smart enough to do this. Like, I know that there are very few people. There are very few people that coach this population the way that I do. And I want to teach other people to know how to do what I do because I am not enough. 
I'm certainly not enough. And I don't want to be the like <laughs> the end all be all for this. We, we need coaches in communities all over the world. We need to improve the online space for women. This isn't just about pregnancy and postpartum. This is about changing the narrative for what it looks like to live out a lifetime of athleticism. And that includes an improved quality of life, like not just high level performance, but like how are we supporting women and their quality of life after they become mothers? That's the narrative I want to change. And that is not something that I can do alone. And I knew I really needed to get clear on my messaging, get clear on my business, get clear on the products that I'm putting out into the world and have them truly keep being the gold standard because they are updated, they are clear, and they're teaching others to think, not just repeat. They're teaching others to get really creative, not just like critical and analytical and or maybe just like super clinical, right? Where it's like, well, breathe like this and not transferable to the kind of movement that they want to do. So I want to bring awesome, motivated people who have an incredible growth mindset, who want to improve their life, their understanding, their body, and then, you know, help others and be able to help others do the same. Like you're improving a woman's quality of life. The more information we know about our bodies, because we have not been taught a lot, you know, like I didn't learn this stuff in my undergraduate or graduate work. And I certainly didn't learn it in any certification. This came from reps and reps and reps and years and years and years of coaching and of working alongside other professionals and truly just connecting the dots between the psychology, physiology, and performance considerations of female athletes during pregnancy and postpartum. This is what I have spent years, almost almost a decade now creating. This is my my like legacy. And I take it very freaking seriously. It's a big responsibility and I love love the responsibility and it's an easy responsibility because it's something that I embody I'm not faking it I'm not um this isn't like a money grab for me this is something I feel very fortunate that I get to dedicate a lot of time and passion to and call it my job like I feel very grateful for that and I want to have an incredible impact on the fitness industry and beyond um, because I have seen what it has done for the lives of thousands and thousands of coaches around the world, not to mention like for every one coach, hundreds of athletes get the support that they need. And if you talk to any mom, any mom, whether she like works out or not, a common denominator of something that every mom needs is support. Support. She needs to be seen. She needs to be understood. She needs to be like valued and validated and they need a person. That's not always found in the form of a doula or a lactation consultant, sometimes in a therapist, but movement and somebody who understands the female body and can acknowledge the significant change that they're experiencing mentally, physically, emotionally, that is a unique human who can offer support. So whether it is understanding yourself, helping your sister, helping your friends, or helping the clients that you've been coaching for years and years, and now like adding on a level of expertise so you can start working more with this population, like there's a need. There's forever, forever and ever 
a need. And like I said earlier, like we're only seeing this population grow because it's not it's not a population. It's not a special population. It is a huge demographic of people that are pursuing fitness. You look in triathlon community, huge majority are moms. You look at ultra running community, huge majority are moms that are like over 30. If you look at the CrossFit community, go to a 9 a.m. class, yeah, huge majority of that class is moms. And we could go on and on and on, F45, Orange Theory, yoga, et cetera. Yeah, a lot of them are moms. A lot of them have unique considerations and no one who's ever talked to them about their body, who knows how to help guide them, who knows how to help them improve their core and pelvic health symptoms, things that they maybe feel embarrassed to talk about or to share. Um, But we can create that bridge. We can bridge the gap between rehab and fitness. We can bridge the gap between what's felt like taboo and what is like, hey, we can actually do something about that. And I'm here to help you. It doesn't have to be boring rehab. It can be like really practical and fit it into your life and fit it into your exercise routine. We're going to make some of these adjustments from the outside in. It doesn't have to be weird and your life will improve because of it. And not just your life and your symptoms, but your athletic performance will improve. And a win is a win. Everyone wins there. So that is some history of the pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coaching certification. Super proud to be part of it. I'm proud of every single person who has purchased it, who has completed it, who is using it for their own body and understanding or using it on their clients and their communities who have pivoted career choices, who are just, who are doing it on the side, like everything moves the dial. Every single purchase moves the dial on improving the integrity of this industry and improving the quality of care for women around the world. So if you're part of that, thank you for seeing that and being part of it, whether you were the OG group or your more recent um, recent student, I'm grateful. And um, if you didn't already know, enrollment is currently open to become a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach. It has been updated again this year, completely updated, all new research, videos, curriculum, et cetera. So you know that you're getting the highest quality content and coaching from me, you have lifetime access to it. So yes, the people who were OG and bought it from the beginning, they have access to the brand new version. I'm not going to charge them extra to get that. They bought into me once and I will buy into you for the rest of our time together. So um, that's also really important to me. If you've considered becoming a PNPA coach, now is the time to do it. It is October, which means you know if you can finish it by the end of the year, you have some really incredible opportunities to make money, make impact, and change the game for yourself and for others in 2024. So thank you for listening. If you have any questions, send them over to me. I'd love to hear them. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Practice Brave podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and help us spread the work we are doing to improve the overall information and messaging in the fitness industry and beyond. Now, if you are pregnant and you are looking for a trustworthy exercise program to follow, I have you covered. The Pregnant Athlete Training Program is a well-rounded program for pregnancy with workouts for each week that are appropriate for your changing body. That's 36 weeks of workouts, three to four workouts each week, and tons of guidance on exercise strategy. 
We also have an at-home version of that program. If you are postpartum and you're looking for an exercise program to follow, the eight-week postpartum athlete training program would be a really great way to help bridge the gap between rehab and the fitness you actually want to do. From there, we have the Practice Brave Fitness Program, which is an ongoing strength and conditioning program where you get new workouts each week and have a lot of guidance from myself and my co-coach, Heather Osby. This is the only way that I'm really offering ongoing coaching at this point in time. If you have ever considered becoming a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach, I would love to have you join us. Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism is a self-paced online certification course that will up-level your coaching skills and help connect the dots between pelvic health and long-term athletic performance, especially during pregnancy and postpartum. Become who you needed and become who your online and local community needs by becoming a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach. Thank you again for listening to the Practice Brave podcast. I appreciate you and please help me continue spreading this messaging, this information, and this work. Mm -hmm.